I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome everybody to the Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck rocking out with my man Clay today. We got a lot for all of you. First off, the border continues to be a complete mess. So the Biden administration is sending DHS Secretary Mayorkas down there to see what a mess it is. I mean, we'll talk about it. They're not going <laughs> to fix it, that's for sure, because they don't want to fix it. Plus, you have the uh, Capitol protest over the weekend that they put all the fencing up for. It was basically uh, a minimal, I wouldn't say a no-show, but a low-show situation. Some anti-vax mandate protests here in New York City. Clay actually walked through one without even knowing it was happening until I saw it. Marching down Broadway, a very diverse crowd, I might add, uh, opposed to the vaccine mandate here in New York City. Was uh, it a sophisticated, educated crowd? Nah, was it sophisticated and educated? Uh, that's That's... See question for CNN. You need to work at CNN to know that by just sort of looking at a huge mass of people, but definitely a a diverse crowd, which I thought was of interest. Um, But we are in a period of madness. That's what we want to start out with today, because, you know, there's there's two things that are happening simultaneously. The fights over vaccines and mandates and now boosters and then also really the reinstitution of the sacred relic, the sacred object of the mask, right, which is the the gateway drug for all the covid madness that we see, the beginning of the bending of the knee to everything else that comes. And it is now thoroughly impossible to see what the people in charge do about all of this, how they conduct themselves time and again. I mean, it's it's actually getting tedious to list all the times when, you know, the the mayor of Washington, D.C. or Gavin Newsom, the governor of California or Go down the list. Clay mentioned the uh, sophisticated vaccinated crowd at Barack Obama's party. 
Now London uh, Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, will get to her comments on this in, in a moment. But they, they can't really think that this is a critical health issue. They can't really believe that this is something that has to happen to save lives. And yet they want two-year-olds now to mask. And they're coming for your children with the vaccines, too. We'll talk about that in a moment. But they want to make small children mask up in schools in places like New York and Los Angeles and cities all over the country. Clay, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you can't have... The mayor of San Francisco indoors at a party with everyone unmasked, having a great time and responding in this way without people saying this is ridiculous. Here she is. Clip three. Oh, we're coming. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit and I wasn't thinking about a mask. I was thinking about having a good time. And in the process, I was following the health orders. I'm vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask and take a picture every single time. I don't want to. But at the same time, I'm being careful to not only protect myself and to protect other people. This is nitpicking. This is really unfortunate. And let me tell you, when the spirit moves you because you are watching history in the making, Bay Area royalty perform, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to turn around and look where my mask is i'm done is, clay we're done we, no, no more no more from from all these libs about the masks we're done when i'm having a good time i'm not going to turn around and look for my mask this is what we've been saying for 18 months you imbecile i mean this is but i i feel like we are just all being played to such an unbelievable extent. i would love to hear fauci have to respond. By the way, Fauci has been in, 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 invited on our show. We still haven't gotten a response. But I would love to hear Fauci respond to the San Francisco mayor's perspective of if you're having a really good time, you shouldn't have to worry about your mask. Which, by the way, I'm fine with. If Ron DeSantis said that, I would be like, yeah, you know what? I agree with him. Or if the mayor of San Francisco said, look... I got the vaccine. I'm following the original guidance from back in May that I don't have to wear a mask anymore. But when she is mandating, Buck, that two-year-olds in preschool have to wear masks, do you think some of those two-year-olds might also be having a good time and not want to wear a mask? Do you think some of the parents of those two-year-olds and of those three and four and five and six-year-olds who are super young kids that are being forced to wear a mask for a virus that statistically has zero, statistically has zero risk to them. Again, this is not about science. It never has been about science. Same day we get Robert Gottlieb coming out. We'll play this audio for you a little bit later, I'm sure. Scott Gottlieb. Who's Robert Gottlieb? I don't know. Robert Gottlieb in the media, too. But Scott Gottlieb saying that there's no basis in scientific reality for the six-foot rule. Do you want to do that one right now? Yeah, That's let's a fun play one. that, too. I mean, this is a double di- double dinger here of disgust. The six feet was arbitrary in and of itself. And the six feet is a perfect example of sort of the lack of 
rigor around how CDC made recommendations. Nobody knows where it came from. Most people assume that the six feet of distance, the recommendation for keeping six feet apart, comes out of some old studies related to flu where droplets don't travel more than six feet. We now know COVID spreads through aerosols. The initial recommendation that the CDC brought to the White House, and I talk about this, was 10 feet. And a political appointee in the White House said, we can't recommend 10 feet. Nobody can measure 10 feet. It's inoperable. Society will shut down. So the compromise was around six feet. They're making it up. When I used to say, and you used to say, Clay, they are making up six feet as a, there there was no study, there was no math, there was no nothing. They just sort of said, you know what seems like maybe a good amount of room to tell people to stand apart from each other in line? Think about how much propaganda there's been around this. But this guy's not, this is not a revelation. But, Clay, now they're admitting things like this. Now London Breed is saying, I'm at a fancy party, so I'm going to have fun at the party. Now the FDA former commissioner is saying, six feet is made up, but what else were they going to do? The stuff that we've been saying for 18 months. How is, I mean, I'm going to be honest with this. How is that London Breed quote not everywhere? And how are Democrats not having to respond to it? And I know the answer you know the answer, of course. Yeah, but just from a pure... Uh, optics perspective. I don't know that normal people like you and me and most of our listeners could have had a better audio clip ever from a Democrat in a position of power, short of her saying, I'm rich and famous and I get to do whatever I want, which is basically what the Emmys did, right? Oh, I mean, yes. I, I don't think we can overlook what's going on. And all of these things coming together to start off the Monday news cycle. You had the Emmys last night, and I didn't watch any of it. Uh, I was watching the Ravens game against the Chiefs, but I went and uh, I went back because I was like, I was curious to see what shows won. And I started looking at all the pictures, and I was like, my God, this is a big crowd of people to not be wearing masks. When LA County has implemented a mask mandate for all kids ages two and over, the fact that none of the celebrities had masks on. You know who had masks on, Buck? The staff. The, the staff. The again. servants have to mask up. The Clay, servants have I've to been, wear masks. I've been complaining about this because you see it in New York City. And I'll tell you, I, I, I think this is embarrassing. And I've actually raised this. I mean, I'm embarrassed to be around it. Yes. In my building where I live, residents do not have to mask up in common spaces Except for the elevators right now. That's so the gym. No, it's clay. I just went went to the dentist today. And I got to tell you, of course, my dentist, they listen to this radio show. They're, you know, conservative. We're not even going to get into all that. So they know it's crazy, but they tell me just so you know, there's no masking in the lobby. There's no mask in the elevator, not in the exam rooms or, you know, the dentist rooms, whatever you call them either. But in the waiting room, you have to wear a mask because. That's the New York City health regulation, and we don't want to get in trouble. It's dumb, and we know it's dumb. That's what they tell me. But, but Clay, this is now a situation where in the building where I live, if you are delivering food, if you work for the building, you have to wear a mask. But if you live there, you don't. That's yeah. not science. That's classism. There's no. something weird going on here. It's totally true. And, and this is why the first thing that I do when I get in an Uber, and I'm probably going to get flagged down, I'm not going to be able to get an Uber, is I tell my driver, hey, you can take your mask off. And, you know, sometimes, have you been selfie punished yet? I have to take I've selfies not. to show my mask in the Uber or else they won't let me ride. I have not. But it ha- it's funny. Uh, you know, I, we're on the bus tour right now. And the the time that I most see it is either with an Uber, you know, driver, I'm going around all these different college football games, but I have a driver a lot of times when I get out at the airport and the driver 
has to, you know, has his mask on. He's like, yeah, they require me. I'm like, dude, take your mask off. I mean, it makes me uncomfortable to be in a setting where someone who is waiting on me or somebody who is driving or someone who is uh, a part of a staff working somewhere is being treated differently than the people it's, that are there. And I don't understand the Emmys. Like, it's crazy. It's gross. It's uncomfortable to be around. I disagree because because you're you're essentially complicit by not you know if you're at a place whatever it I, may be. I ask them to and, take their masks off. Right. Like, I mean, hey, I would prefer that you you can make your own choice. Not like I'm saying I'm not trying to mandate anything, but it makes me uncomfortable when the waiter or waitress comes to a table and they're forced to wear a mask and nobody else in the whole this place. Is. See, this is where you see it everywhere. Bartenders, yeah. by the way, the same yes. thing. And the fact that all these lifestyle libs who watch CNN and MSNBC are so comfortable with this tells you a lot about all their class warfare instincts and all the rest of it. Because I mean, in a city like New in a city like New York, it is disproportionately uh, communities of color who are affected, no doubt, by not only the vax mandate yes. as we know, which is why there were a lot of there were a lot of people uh, from well, I was a from diverse those, crowd protesting and, in New York City. Like you said, that you ended up in the middle of a lot of people in the black and, and Latino community walking in that march. I mean, I can't give you numbers, but it was very noticeable uh, because of how it affects them. But also in the service industry in major cities like New York and L.A. And I'm sure it's true in Houston as well. And, you know, other major cities, you've got people who are having to mask up all the time. And it's it's really sending this signal. It's like. I'm I'm the person who's paying to sort of sit here so I don't wear a mask. But you who brings me my food or cooks my food or delivers my packages or whatever it may be, you have to keep your, you know, your virus breath away from me. I, I think it's appalling. The message that you're sending is it's almost like 18th and 19th century, Buck, where like the caste system is you are filthy and dirty, I am clean, therefore you have to uh, you know, keep yourself from being able to fully interact as a human with me. And for a place like the Emmys, again, in L.A. County, in L.A. County, if they had relocated it to Miami or they had moved it to some state that's actually got some freedom, then maybe things would be different. But in L.A. County, when you're requiring a two-year-old to wear a mask and you don't require hundreds if not thousands of people who are attending the Emmys to be wearing masks. And people will say, well, they're vaccinated or whatever. Well, we know it doesn't matter in terms of spreading the virus. And we also know that adults are under far more danger than young kids are, right, uh, from the COVID since we started They've this also thing stopped talking about how from year. the beginning, Clay, not only are kids at very low risk, as you point out repeatedly, but they're unlikely to spread it to adults. We've never yes. really their viral loads tend to be much lower. That has unless they can show data about this. But, Clay, we haven't even dealt with boosters yet because a big decision came down on boosters on Friday. I have a theory on this. So I, I want you know, I want you to, to help set the table for everybody. But I have a theory about the boosters thing. I don't want anyone celebrating quite yet, but I would want them to celebrate if they started saving a lot of money on their cell phone service. And that's what they'll do with Pure Talk. This is a company that makes excellent cell phone service available for much, much less than if you're with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile. Pure Talk has a long-standing offer, $30 for unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data. And that's with service on the exact same network using the exact same towers as one of those big carriers. You get Pure Talk, you're going to be amazed at how much you're not paying each month, Clay. It's fantastic. I know you've got it. Your kids have got it. Yeah, look, my 13-year-old's got it. Texting me all day long, gets a break at school, goes, grabs his phone, touches base. He's got uh, events after school. What time's he going to finish? He can text his mom, let her know when she's going to be able to pick him up. It's fantastic. And 
got young kids, you got a family, maybe you're worried about overages, you get unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just $30 a month. How do you do it? Right now, listen to me. Grab your cell phones that you already have. Remember, you can keep your same number, you can keep your same phone. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. Again, listen closely. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. You got the phone in your hand right now. Pound 250, say Pure Talk. Trust these guys. Met them in my house. They're taking care of my family. They can take care of you. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. Play and Buck, inspired by Rush, the next generation, because it's just too important on the EIB Network. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. 
Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, as the continued drumbeat of disaster rains down on Joe Biden. We said on Friday, if you were listening to the show, because the Afghanistan news about us killing an innocent civilian and seven children among 10 people who were killed came out right as we were preparing to finish the Friday show. And what did we say, Buck? We said a lot of time you get, even still, these news dump on Friday afternoons headed into a weekend because there's the hope that they aren't going to linger by the time you get to Monday. So in short order, we got that news and we're able to talk about it on the show. And then you had an announcement of an Australia and England partnership designed to uh, help with submarines and stand up to China. And then France pulls its ambassador out, which is, I don't really care what the French ambassador does, Buck, but it does directly fly in the face of the argument of the Biden administration that we're going to be the adults. We're not going to have... Uh, uncomfortable relationships with our top allies. And this is an unprecedented move, the likes of which it would lead newscasts forever if France was upset with Trump. So that happens. And then Joe Biden, a couple of weeks ago, made a major statement, you may remember it, about how everybody who got the vaccine was going to get boosters eight months after their last vaccine. And every adult... Every kid, theoretically, everybody was going to be getting this thing. And then the FDA actually steps up and shoots down the booster requirement for most adults. And, Buck, they did it by a massive magnitude. I've seen two different reports. It was either 16 to 2 or 16 to 3 that they voted against a vaccine booster mandate for everyone. And... So, again, we talked about Gottlieb saying the science was effectively made up as it pertains to six feet. You heard the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, acknowledging that she just didn't feel like wearing her mask because she was having a good time. And it's amazing. It's honest, probably, but it's amazing. And then you have Joe Biden, who has said, I'm going to solve COVID. And Dr. Fauci, who are telling everybody they need to get boosters. And boom, what happens, Buck? It completely gets shot down. It's almost like they're making judgment calls, and they've been making judgment calls all along, meaning that they look at different variables, numbers, uncertain data, having to balance out different priorities and freedoms and equities, you could say, to look at all this stuff together, and they're using their judgment, but the whole time they have been pretending that it is a matter of fact, when when in fact it is a matter of what they decide, what they want to do. And you see this now with the boosters in a very clear example. My theory, and we can spend a little more time on where this is going, Clay. Yeah, I I don't think that boosters, I don't think boosters are, are not happening. I think this is going to be something alike uh, or similar to what we saw with J and J. This is the temporary pause to create the illusion of reasonableness from the apparatus of control before they decide in a month, maybe 60 days, 
oh, just kidding, you actually are all going to need boosters. That's what I, I wonder think if they're will hoping that the case numbers are going to go down and people just forget all about the boosters. But in the meantime, I got to tell you, it's time to put your financial house in order and save a ton of money. My friends at American Financing, do you know you can save up to $1,000 a month? How much difference would that make in your life right now? 12 months, that's $12,000 a year. As we come up on the end of the year, how about putting your financial house in order? Lowest rates for 15- and 30-year mortgages out there, whether you're buying a new home or refinancing a home. Buck and I have done it. You should as well. Call right now, 800-777-8109, 800-777-8109. 10-minute call can make $1,000 a month for you and your family. Go to AmericanFinancing.net, American Financing, NMLS, 182334. Listen to me. Call right now, 800-777-8109, 800-777-8109. to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck, and at the border right now, you have the Biden crisis continuing. Now, there are some things that a president has to deal with because of just luck or circumstance. You know, a once-in-a-century pandemic, for example, at least when it starts. No one knows what's going on. No one sees that coming. But... Now we have a circumstance at the border where you can see exactly why the lawlessness continues to get worse. We were told, I mean, we had it on good authority from the so-called experts, that in the summer months of 2021, the border crossings would go down. There would be far fewer people because, you know, it's hot. Well, it turns out that there's a recognition among those who want to game and scheme our immigration system that now is a great time to come into the United States while the Biden administration is completely flailing, does not want to fix the problem. You have to remember that. There, there's things that are difficult to fix, and then there's when the people who have the power to fix it choose not to. And that's what's actually happening at the border right now. You have thousands. And, Clay, I know we've been exchanging uh, texts over the weekend about this issue. Thousands and thousands of Haitian migrants who are under a bridge at the Del Rio crossing uh, in Texas, right at the, you know, where the Rio Grande River is kind of at the center of the U.S.-Mexico border geographically. And you have at one point, they believe it was up to 15,000 who have gathered in 100 degree heat. People are describing it as a as what seems to be a refugee camp. It's like something out of a third world war zone. There's not enough sanitation, not enough food, not enough water, all gathered together. And, Clay, the the initial media reporting was, oh, they fled Haiti because of what they always say about Central America or whatever. Oh, there's an earthquake or there's a a corruption or they have some. No, actually, what they're finding is that, first of all, there are Cubans and Venezuelans and others there as well. But most of the Haitians who are there are part of a surge, and they've actually paid the cartels. They've been smuggled through Mexico. They were living in South America previously, but they know that now is a time when they can kind of sneak in and sneak past the Biden immigration open border situation, and hence the illegal immigration market speaks. We have 
thousands and thousands of people who are all camped out. Some are being turned away if they're single adult males. Some, most who are family units, being let right into the United States. And is there COVID testing, by the way, Clay? No, and I and I think look, there are so many things about the border that is an unmitigated disaster right now under the Biden administration. And we begin with the fact that this surge happened because while the Democrats might send Kamala Harris down for a disastrous trip to the the border and down into the countries beneath the border to argue that they don't want people to come, these people are not stupid. They know that the Biden administration is far more welcoming to their illegal uh, access to the border than anybody would be if Donald Trump was still in office. And if you are going to be opening up the country for travel from other countries, which is what we're doing for Europe right now and uh, and other foreign countries, but we're requiring negative COVID tests or vaccination in order to actually enter the country, they're not testing anybody at the border. And by the way, this is happening for American citizens. I talked with you about this a few months ago, I think. When I went down with my family uh, to Mexico in February, you have to have a negative test to come back into the country if you are an American citizen. And you're flying back from Mexico. But if you're illegally crossing the border and you're not an American citizen, we don't care at all about whether or not you have COVID. This is madness. And I don't know how it gets solved, Buck. I mean, think about these people living in squalor underneath this bridge in Del Rio, Texas. It's going to get much worse before it gets anywhere near better. And they tried to ban, we talked about this some on Friday, they tried to ban drone flights so you couldn't see it, and then they got into uh, uh, helicopters to be able to get over and see it. And everyone is trying to pretend in the media that this story doesn't exist, even though it is a flagrant mess. This is why the visuals are so important and why they actually had that two-week drone moratorium just in this one place, because when people see... This mass of illegal crossing that's going on, it becomes very clear. Hold on. This is about, let's say, nine to 15,000, depending on when you've actually seen a photo of it. Clay, there were 209,000 last month at the U.S.-Mexico border who were apprehended crossing the country illegally. There are tens of thousands of gotaways on top of that. And that's not just some random guess. It's Border Patrol is all getting diapers and formula and, and bringing food to, to family units who are crossing it illegally in the United States in one part, and they're tied down, making sure everyone's safe and everyone's okay. And then the cartels will just run through individuals, drugs, whatever they want, down the border. That's the way they've been playing this game for a long time. When I was at the Rio Grande section of the border of this past spring, Clay, they were telling me, all the Border Patrol agents were saying, this is only going to get worse. The federal government... And now these are guys who are Border Patrol unions. They can say a little bit more because everyone's obviously afraid of speaking the truth about what's going on in this Biden DHS. But the federal government doesn't want this to end because they've made a promise to the far left open borders activist wing of the Democrat Party. And if they start to clamp down, if they start to stop, how are they any different from orange man bad, the terrible Trump administration with their walls and their remaining Mexico policy? Yeah. This is what's wild about this is, for most presidents, a situation like exists in Del Rio, Texas, would be one of the biggest crises of their presidency. Right now, Biden is so incompetent on all fronts 
we're going to talk about this a little bit at the start of the second hour because I'd like for you, I think we could have a little fun with ranking the crises that are facing the Biden administration right now, like in terms of how severe they are and also whether or not we feel as if they can be remedied in any way. Buck, this is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. Joe Biden right now is on track for the worst first-year presidency of, I think, almost anyone out there who is listening to us right now of their lives. Certainly for people like you and me, Buck, because you'd have to go back and say, okay, worst first-year presidency, probably Jimmy Carter, maybe. I mean, I I don't know that we can even point to a worst first-year presidency than what's going on right now. And it's what pretty they, wild to think about. Remember, they would always point to in May and June, COVID and, and you know, return to normalcy. And we we're supposed to thank Biden. Remember when there was all this talk about how Biden was so much better at getting the vaccines out to people? Yes. Look at how you'll notice there's a lot less of a focus on that talking point now. Maybe yeah. because, I don't know, at the monoclonal antibody clinic, as you've pointed out, Clay, some of them down in southern Florida, Somehow almost half of the people showing up who want monoclonal antibodies, which means they are highly motivated to get really serious help for their COVID uh, for their COVID infection, have already been vaccinated. Sixty percent of Miami monoclonal antibody treatments right now, according to the office of Ron DeSantis, are coming from vaccinated people. So while all the focus we talked about this a lot on Friday is the restriction of monoclonal antibody treatments and the idea being, oh, this is just a substitute for vaccination. These people deserve what they're getting, whatever. That's kind of the idea that's floating around out there, I think, in many left-wing circles. 60% of the people that are being treated right now in the state of Florida for that are people who have already been vaccinated. Well, and I one thing tell you can you, always I- count on with the government, Clay, is they're about 90 days behind where the actual <laughs> the data, data is. and reality yeah. is at any point in time. So we'll see. This is why I think, and you rightly point out, they're making a bet. They're, they're doing two things with the boosters. A bet that cases will just, more shots means cases go down, even though what's happened this summer, more shots and more more natural immunity, cases started going up and up and up. Okay, that's going on. And then also, they want to keep a bazooka in the back pocket to use, so to speak, if they get into a really bad winter situation, at least they can say... Oh, we got to get everybody these boosters now. Now the data demands it. If they boost now, and they still have the bad numbers, I what? think it's 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 it is a such a like corner they've painted themselves into that what they're going to do is not going to work. But narratively, they need to have something left. And by the way, this shouldn't be a hard question to answer. How many days a week do you wake up in agonizing pain? If the answer is even one day, that's too many. Let's see if we can get you out of that. Nobody wants to wake up unbearable pain every single day. So why would you, what would you do to not feel that way? And what would you pay to not feel that way? How about 20 bucks? 20 bucks to see if you can stop feeling awful when you wake up in the morning. In three weeks time, with $20, you can find out if you could be out of pain or not. That's why Relief Factor developed a three-week quick start pack. You take Relief Factor three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for three weeks, and you'll know if it works for you or not. Just cost 20 bucks. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried. 70% of them go on to order more. Those are good odds, especially when you consider, for my wife, for your dad, Buck, we've seen it have an impact here in our own families. Got to make sure my dad's got his full supply of Relief Factor because he is taking it every day. He loves it. He's he's a believer. You will be true. Give, uh, two, give it a shot. 
Join the more than half a million people right now and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief, relief factor. Feel the difference. I'll tell you what, it's the cutting edge. This is what I tell you. The cutting edge is societal evolution if you if you listen to this program. The Wisdom of Rush. Now with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, that's, that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys 
This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Hope your Mondays are going fantastically well. Encourage you to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute of the show. Great conversation. Tremendous feedback from our Alex Berenson conversation we had on Friday in the third hour of the program. You didn't hear that. I think it's probably the most honest COVID coverage you can get anywhere in the country. Search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out Buck Sexton's name as well. You can download the podcast. Make sure you never miss a minute of the program. And we talked on Friday about how we weren't going to let it pass that the United States government had mistakenly killed a completely innocent man and seven of his family members, even though most people in media are not even going to mention this by Monday, which is why they dropped the news on Friday. We want to give you a flashback. Millie has done an awful job as a general, period. But here he is lying to the American people on September 1st about the August 29th U.S. drone strike in Afghanistan. All of these, it turns out now, were lies. Listen. All of the engagement criteria were being met. We went through the same level of rigor that we've done for years. And we took a strike. Secondly is we know that there were secondary explosions. Because there were secondary explosions, there's a reasonable conclusion to be made that there was explosives in that vehicle. The third thing is we know from a variety of other means that at least one of those people that were killed was a ISIS facilitator. So were there others killed? Yes, there are others killed. Who they are, we don't know. We'll try to sort through all that. But we believe that the procedures at this point, I don't want to influence the outcome of an investigation, but at this point we think that the procedures were correctly followed and it was a righteous strike. It was not a, a righteous, righteous strike, strike yeah, as we know. I mean, a, a, a horrifying thing to hear in retrospect. And Clay, as someone who was in the age of CIA and, and understands when he's talking about criteria for these kinds of things and the intelligence involved to make sure you are sure, it is appalling that at this level, they would have been so wrong. I mean, note that he said secondary explosions. That did not happen. happen. They were jugs of water, which do not explode as far as I know. Jugs of water and then the obviously the overconfidence about the ISIS-K facilitator. But anyone who knew the situation on the ground from having had experience in Afghanistan and with the intel apparatus before would have said in the midst of all the chaos, the airport, the frenzy, the Taliban checkpoints, we were somehow going to be able to pick out the one ISIS facilitator who was the one guy who's packing his car full of explosives. And the, the truth is, we were reliant, Clay, almost entirely, really, on the Taliban checkpoints preventing a second round of strikes like this. We did not have the intel network, obviously, to know the difference here. And why this is so significant, I think, beyond the loss of 10 lives, including seven children, which is horrifying, is that I think this is a circumstance where... Joe Biden felt like, you know, the White House looked weak and they, you know, they felt like they had been disrespected and they wanted to take a shot at someone to show how tough they were. And they blew up a car with seven kids in it. That's what this looks like. I think that's what it was. And then Millie lied to us about this. And I think what it calls into question as well is this idea, Buck, that we're going to have any ability to stop terrorists in Afghanistan from reclaiming sort of that territory and planning and plotting for the next attacks because we can't even manage this attack when we still had a lot of people there and still had some eyes theoretically on the ground 
seven innocent kids we killed. And to me, it, it, it emboldens our adversaries over how much of a failure Biden and his administration is. But it's just they tried to bury this story, Buck, on Friday. They knew that most people by Monday would have turned the page. There'd be new stories to follow. But I want to make sure that we don't forget what they did, because I think you hit it. This was Joe Biden feeling like he needed to send a message about how big and strong and tough he still was after the incompetence and the ineptitude of our withdrawal from Afghanistan. And as a result, 10 innocent people are dead. This kind of decision, the the trigger pull on this went up to a very high level, folks, because this was what. So that's what this is not just, oh, we're in the midst of a war and all these things. No, no, no. They they said they had drone on it for hours. They said. And you have to look at the political considerations that would have come from the top here to not look weak for Biden, to not look feckless. And did that. Hey, look, do I think that they they fired this off knowing that it was tennis and people? No. Do I think they did this and put the preponderance, so to speak, of of the uh, of the evidence too much on the side of we've got to take action here because we have to look decisive and strong? Yes, and I think that just goes to show the kind of political shading that comes into play for a Biden administration that looks wildly incompetent, not just on the Afghan withdrawal, but on so many issues right now. And I mean, all you have to do is think about if Donald Trump had just had a bad week of foreign policy blunders, Clay, and then his administration, because the buck does stop with the president, his administration blew up a car with 10 people, seven kids inside. Not only would this be wall-to-wall news coverage, they would impeach him over this. They would say this is a war crime. That's what the Democrats would do. When we come back, I want to lay out a series of disasters that are currently befalling the Biden administration. Most of them self-inflicted based on failed policies. We are trending towards the worst first-year presidency from a leadership perspective in any of our lives. How many of these current maladies that are afflicting the Biden administration are likely to remain, how many of them are likely, if at all, to get better, how many of them are going to get worse. We're going to lay them all out for you. And I think the sheer number of the stories and the sheer manner of the ineptitude is going to be staggering even for all of you, as it was for me as I thought about it over the weekend. Buck, we got a loaded two more hours coming. Should be a lot of fun. We can't wait to hang out with you guys. Thanks for spending your Monday with us here on the Clay and Buck Show. Download the podcast. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. 
you stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. 